Welcome to the Beyond the Leash podcast, your number one source for everything canine. Eric Straitmans and Melissa Riley got you covered on the latest training tips, techniques, and more. No clicker training bullshit, constantly bribing with treats. Just balanced dog training that works. Now, here's your hosts, Eric and Melissa. Well, hello, hello, hello on another Tuesday here on the Beyond the Leash podcast. My name is Eric Straitmans, and we missed her last week. I'm once again joined by the very lovely, very talented Melissa Riley. I'm back. Oh, great. Hey, Straitmans, what's Hide poppin'? your sons. Hide everything. That's that's kind of, that sounds weird. I don't know. Well, it sounded right. Yeah. I take the gum out of my mouth. I don't want to talk on the mic with gum in my mouth. Mm. Um, did everybody miss me? Did you miss me? Last really. week? With every bullet so Excuse far. Excuse me. Uh, let's answer that with again. With every bullet so far. Uh, <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah, we miss you. Okay, good. It's kind of like Johnny Carson without Ed McMahon. Yeah. You're Ed McMahon. I love Ed McMahon. <laughs> what are you talking about? He was pretty good. That's amazing. It's but nice wouldn't it to be, be weird? Missed. Even though Johnny Carson was so awesome, wouldn't it be weird without... Ed McMahon? Well, it's a little before my time, but I do remember I do remember them co-hosting that show. Yes. Yeah, that was good. Um, so what's going on? The Blue Jays are on a six-game winning streak. That makes me happy. Yes, I know. I, I have nothing to you add. I have nothing to add about yes. baseball. I'm going to play my first game with Trainer Lee tomorrow on the new team. Nice. Very exciting things happening. Mm-hmm. So today, we actually have another one we were going to do, but um, we're going to wait to have a second guest on that one. Mm -hmm. So today, we're going to do, because we got a shit ton of questions building up, and if you have any questions that you would like us to answer, because, I don't know, once a month, once every six weeks, we do a Ask the Trainer podcast. Yep. Um, so so that's, uh, how can they send them then? They can uh, over Facebook, social media, yep, Facebook, Facebook group, Instagram, Instagram group. You can email, email us if you like. Text us your carrier question. pigeon. Yeah, smoke signal. Yeah, <laughs> smoke signals and yeah, uh, whatever they do. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna do a uh, ask the trainer ask question. The trainer. Do we have three questions set. Yes, we do. Question number one. Tell me, Melissa. Okay, let's start here. Okay. Hi, Eric and Melissa. I took your novice course a year ago. Everything went well and the training has stuck. He recall, sorry, he recalls great off leash outdoors in public, but in my yard, it's gone down to only 50% of the time. What do I do? <laughs> and I, I love people that call me and they took the training a year ago and now there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, maybe keep up with the training, but you know, you already know the answer. Oh, yes, I do. Um, do you want me to answer? Do, uh, do you want to pick my brain? Well, what, what, what would you Let's do? Look. Well, I know what to do. Uh, so, I mean, like you just said, you still have to keep your maintenance up with your training. Of course. Keep those commands solid. And if anything's going to go, it's not the recall I want to go. Mm -hmm. That one has to be automatic. Yeah. If you're going to practice anything and make it a priority, it's your recall. So, uh, when we're here training our folks on that particular lesson, um, we always tell them like, we're going to, when we're actually... Uh, teaching our dog this and, and starting the training, we recommend that you do 400 to 450 
on-leash. And not just, they all have to be successful before you even yes. try one off-leash. And you don't only have to use a six-foot leash. You can Once you get good at a six-foot leash, you can move to a 12-foot. Mm-hmm. And then that rope we got in there is about 50 or 60 feet long. Yeah, but you never want to leave yourself open to giving a command that you can't reinforce, right? So especially hey, with a recall. Here's what I know already is happening without sitting there in this guy's backyard watching him. Yeah. Um, he's pretty strict with it. I bet in public and that he mm-hmm. never lets it fail, but there's probably been some times he's called and the dog hasn't come. Yeah. Um, you cannot let one failure ever happen without reinforcing it with a leash for another couple of weeks. Right. Um, so that's what you would always tell somebody is when if you we have, ha- we have people in our advanced class and once in a while, maybe, it, maybe because their voice, they're using a voice where they would use when they're alone and we got a room full of people, mm-hmm. but somebody will say a recall that's been with me for a year and a half, two years. They're in advanced. Yeah. They're the top dogs in the school and they say, Fido come and the dog doesn't come. And I look at him and I go, you know, if that was me, I'd go back to a leash. Right. And that's what you suggest to do. Cause that maybe that was one failure out of a hundred. Yeah. But you do that again, that's going to be five failures out of 100. Yeah. Do that again, that's going to be another 20 failures out of 100. Right. Now we're up to 30, 40. The dog's barely coming 50% of the time, which is not life-saving to me. And not only that, but your dog now has the message that they can listen to that recall when they feel like it, basically. And it's probably mostly in his backyard, because he said it's only the backyard. Mm -hmm. I assume that's where he's kind of letting it go. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say I'm practicing recall. Your dog is, and everybody's took my recall class has heard this, whether they listen to it or not, Melissa, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, if my dog, Ammo, hasn't learned recall yet, we're doing Ammo's online course and we're up to lesson four. We're not on recall yet. He doesn't know recall. Mm-hmm. He's in the backyard. He's in the kitchen. He's upstairs. I got to call him. I call him six times a day. Yeah. But I can't use the command that must happen. Right. I will say something like, Ammo, let's go, buddy, in the house. Because mm-hmm. that is just a suggestion. Yeah. Um, I'm actually quite uh, fortunate with little Mr. Ammies because he's my shadow. I go nowhere without him coming immediately behind me. I'm coming. Right? Yeah. But you can use other commands. I mean, yeah. but I would literally. Suggestions, you call them. Yeah, I call them suggestions. And maybe we'll say the whole story. Yeah. Um, when... I, and if I, it, the backyard, that's the problem. A lot of people don't care. Their backyard's fenced in. Mm-hmm. They let it go once in a yeah. while. If you really want it to happen, um, you got to go to a long leash. And I would practice that in my backyard daily. Yeah. Not every once in a while, daily. I'd spend 10 minutes, put my dog on a stay way in the back with a long line, call the name once, name and come. He doesn't come three seconds, gentle pull, encouragement. Right. And maybe it's just a backyard. Maybe you don't need 400, but I would do 100. Yeah. I'd do 100 if I'm reinforcing something he already knew before. And again, like people always think 100, Jesus, this is going to be till October. It's not. You can pull 20 of these a day and easily have that inside of one week, right? Maybe that's when we first teach it. I'd probably do 5 to 10 a day. Yeah. Which isn't still 100. Over a couple weeks. You're going to get there in two weeks. Yeah. You've reinforced something that's a life-saving command. And that again, that's the problem. I think he doesn't think it's that important. Whoever this was. Did we have a name Um, there? Let me just see that actually. One sec. Did they leave a name? One sec. My phone just closed. Um, Oh, that's another one. No name. 
Yeah. Well, leave your name if you're going to leave yeah. questions. We want to <laughs> thank you for your questions and blah, blah, blah. And something else we're going to add. I know you got your calendar out there. Mm-hmm. Just for anyone listening, listen to the end because I've come up with a thing where Melissa's got these little trivia things. I'm actually going to ask a trivia question every Tuesday. And whoever calls me gets, it'll be either a free training session and someone will be 50% off. Mm-hmm. And I got a question and I want to make them really hard that people okay. have to dig into. And I got one. It's going to be really good right now. Yeah. So you have to be, what I'm going to do, let's talk about this. Well, we'll go back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've decided to do is every week we're going to ask some kind of weird question, dog related or school related. And I'm going to take the first 10 right answers, put them in a pot, draw it out mm-hmm. for the winner. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that at the end. I already got one okay. for this week. You're better at staying let, organized. Let's go back to this guy. Um, if anyone's taken my recall class, I always tell the story of back when I was single 10 years ago and Beppe was a superstar. And I met a female. You know me and females, Melissa. Oh, do I ever? <laughs> I'm kidding. And we went on a couple dates. Nothing really super serious. But here's the thing. She lived at home in Alliston by herself. And I lived... In by the airport, Mississauga, by myself, we both had dogs. So I knew if this gone any farther, she's going to eventually spend the night at my house. I'm going to eventually spend the night at her. Neither of us are leaving a dog at home alone, are we? No. No, no I, we can't. You can't leave a dog overnight. So we had to get our dogs together, and we went to a place called Albion Hills. Mm-hmm. And again, I tell this story every recall class because it, it gets the point. And we're walking. I did a little bit of training. First, we introduced the dogs, and they got along okay considering Beppe um they got along pretty good and then we were hiking and I'm doing a little bit of training kind of showing off a little bit and then when I'm it's technically illegal but I'm gonna let my dog off leash in a place like that it's really really big have you you've been to Albion Hills yes uh with you yes. so this is a place that you take your ladies to I well no it's just a great place I'm, I'm kidding uh, I'm, I'm honestly I'll kidding Jaden and Chloe there listen <laughs> I've been to the grocery store with a lot of dudes okay so uh it's all right we're good. Stop this. <laughs> we had a life before each other. I know. It's weird. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. I thought I was a virgin. Um, so we went to Albion Hills and we got in. I'm walking the dog and then I'm going to release her. And I let her go. <laughs> gone. Mm-hmm. Gone. Now, she's been gone for about three or four minutes. And if you've been, anybody out there been to Albion Hills, it's very big it makes rattlesnake point i call it rattlesnake point on steroids yeah it's so big there's like eight trails they're color-coded they're so big you when can you easily get there, lost we did get lost i think we did it's and hard, we it's hard also, to find your car you get very confused with all the different you have to have a map if you don't have a map you're done it was like a mosquito and like a deer yeah. fly suit. we got like <laughs> killed there but you rarely see a person once in a while a jogger a bicyclist coming by and i'm not worried about that i'm worried about the, the the jogger or the old couple walking and seeing this police looking dog by themselves yeah. with nobody around yeah so we're walking and remember this girl has seen the website she hasn't really seen much training just a little bit she saw there she doesn't know the rules doesn't know anything like that mm-hmm. doesn't know it's one command response all the time blah 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 and she's far away, and I started going, Hey, Beppe, Beppe, you're too far, girl. Get over here. Come on, baby. Oh, this way, this way, this way, over here. And she's not coming, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and the girl looks at me, and she puts her hands up, and she goes, I thought you were some big dog trainer or something. Mm-hmm. I go, I am some big dog trainer or something. Why? She goes, your dog's not even listening to you. Yeah. I go, ah, you see, she knows commands. If I really wanted her here and it was important, I would have gave her the command, which is 
Pepe come. I want to give her the command. When I say this way, over here, get in the house to ammo, mm-hmm. that's a suggestion. Whether they listen to a suggestion or not is neither here nor there. Yeah. If they come, good. Mm-hmm. If they don't, whatever. It's a suggestion. If you give a dog a command, it has to happen right now. Right yeah. now, immediately on the first command. And I told her that. She goes, I don't believe you. I go, I rolled my eyes, put my hands in my pocket. I looked straight in the air. Baby, come! And she was quite a distance away, and you saw the bushes moving. Malin Wyatt pops up, runs directly in front of my feet, sits down perfectly. Mm-hmm. So to this guy, I would use a long line. Mm-hmm. And if he's in the backyard, stop saying, he didn't leave the name. Of the, I guess he didn't leave his own name. No. Didn't leave the name of the dog. Let's call him Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stop saying, Charlie, come. Use a different word. If if it is if the dog's name was Charlie, I wouldn't say Charlie come. I would say Charlie, right. let's go get in the house, buddy, because I know he's failing down there. And the more you fail, yeah, the worse it's going to get. Also, I think too, it's important to mention that you still want to, on occasion, you know, maybe every eighth or tenth recall, you do want to offer that treat up, right? Of course, uh, like of you course. always say about yep. making a dog into an addicted gambler. You know, you don't. I don't want to rely on them. No. Because then if you don't have a treat, they'll stop coming because the right. reward wasn't there. You want to beat the reward. And the analogy is what? An addicted gambler, yeah, like with a, a slot, slot machine. machine. Yeah. Now you stay at a slot machine when they keep paying. Even if you're losing your money, there's got to be a, a kind of couple coins there every mm-hmm. eighth or ninth time. There's got to be some kind of wins. Yeah. If you put 50 bucks in and you you, you punch the button and you lost the whole, or you put 100 bucks in. Yeah. And you press the button for $50 and you didn't even get one coin back. Yeah. You're going to go, this machine sucks, I'm leaving. I would already be out of there, for sure. (laughs) So this guy, I would go back to a long line, spend two weeks doing five to ten recalls in the backyard to make it absolute. Mm -hmm. The problem is he's he's let it go. Yeah, yeah. And it happens, you know? It happens. All right, so that covers that first question. Let's move on to the second one. This one is from Keith. I actually have a name this time. Good. Um, Hi, Eric and Melissa. My name is Keith, and I am a relatively new dog trainer in the Kitchener-Waterloo-Guelph area. I have been following you guys on social media. This is different. We usually get clients. This is another dog trainer question. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I have been following you guys on social media for a while and religiously listen to your podcast. Thank you, Keith. Good to hear. Thank you, Keith. I also met you at the Pet Expo during the Easter weekend. Mm, Keith. I th- actually, I think I remember that. I Let's think I remember speaking to a dog trainer that was, he was younger. He was kind of yeah. new. He's saying, I think he'd been doing it for two or three years. If I got the right guy, I don't know. Continue. Uh, okay. So he says, I inspired to grow my ball. I can't, I, my brain is glitching guys. It has been. For glitch the in the matrix. Days. Yes. Um, I inspired to grow my dog business as big as yours someday. Yeah. Hopefully it gets bigger. Uh, my question is, though most of my clients are great, how do you deal with the ones you can't get through to? The ones you know aren't doing the work, I got into this because I love helping people improve their lives with their dogs. But it's so frustrating when they're when nothing is working. <laughs> we actually, we talked about that recently. Uh, yeah, And I went through this. Yeah. It is so hard. When you try your best, the problem is you're not going home with the dog. You're not spending the week with the dog. You got the client for an hour, yes? Right. And Keith, you will get so much more satisfaction in this business once you come to the realization that there's no fucking way you're going to help every client. Bingo. They're going to fail. It's not going to be your fault, Keith. Mm -hmm. You're going to blame it on yourself. Yeah. I used to blame it on me all the time. 
and go internalize home, take it. it. Home. Yeah, internal. Yeah. That's a good word. I used to have a bad week. Must be a reflection of, on yeah, me as a what trainer. Am I doing wrong? Yes. Yeah. And I used to. What, what, there's a saying for that when people don't think they're as good as they are. Imposter or, syndrome. Yeah, hey, yeah. Yo, I'm glad you knew that because yeah. I would have never got yeah, that. I, Imp- did, yeah. I had imposter syndrome. Am I just yes. making this up? That I'm, and this is when I was in my yes. 20s, early 30s, whatever. Mm-hmm. Am I really good at this because I failed here? No, you didn't fail, Keith. Yeah. And you got to get it in your head. I, I assume. I, I literally assume. This is my assumption now. Yeah. Right now. We got a new class starting tonight. Yes? Yeah. 8.15. Yeah. I think there's 12. Mm-hmm. I assume there's going to be 20% superstars. Yes. So two to three. Mm-hmm. Superstars. Yeah. Like, I mean, like uh, uh, Maya. Uh, uh, Maya. Both Mayas. Yeah. The German Shepherd oh, Maya. Oh, uh, and uh, Lydia's Maya. Lydia's Maya. Yeah. And I can't remember her name. She just talked to me. I'm so bad with human yeah, names. Yeah, I, I can't. I get messed up. Mm. Um, the Taos, the the, yeah. the the Bentley owners. That You're going to get about 10 to 20% of those. Absolutely. I already know that. And then I know I'm going to get about 60 to 65%. People did they really, really, really well, mm-hmm. but not fantastic. Right. Um, but enough that it's a well success. Yeah. And then I'm going to get 20 to 30% that are just going to fail, yeah. quit, talk bad about me. They're going to say the class sucked. Yeah. And I, that's kind of the ratio you're going to get. It's very rare. Remember the class that took over for them? That, that was a whole crew of great people. Yeah. Listen, I, I would say to you too, like you use this example all the time. Get like five personal trainers in one room. Yeah. You know, let them talk about the success rate that they experience. And let's talk about Steph. I think I've helped Steph lately because when we first had the cameras in this building and I could see some of her classes were like, the teaching part is going way overboard and I'm watching and I'm like, why is it taking so long? And I came in here a few times with her and I realized that what Steph would do and this, I don't want to say I don't care because it's not, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I realize that nobody on the planet is going to help this person. If they're one of those people that are not going to do the work, mm-hmm. what Steph was doing is if they, she had, let's say 12 dogs and two or three of them are not progressing. But the difference is not I know that it's the owner's fault they're not progressing. Yeah. What Stev was doing was spending all the time with that dog because the dog couldn't do a sit stay, but I know it's because they didn't do the sit for exam last week. Right. That's why the dog's so bad. And I kind of skim over the ones. Remember, it's not because of the dog. It's because I know the owner's not going to do it. Right. Because I got eight or nine other people in there that are busting their butt. 100%. Working hard. I would rather spend the time with them because when the dogs won't do it, that's going to take up 15 minutes of your time. Yeah. you got to dedicate your time to the people that are doing it. Yeah. And so when I've, like, we both kind of, you know, mentor our new apprentices and trainers. And when we talk about this, my advice to the new trainers is you need to manage your expectations. And truthfully, uh, what I really say is you need to give less fucks. <laughs> and Less fucks given. But, and There's I'm, a difference between putting a little effort where effort is needed yeah. and realizing just like a going to a personal trainer, some people are just never going to stop eating the McDonald's and the pizza. No matter how good that guy is on a Saturday morning at the gym that's training you, you got to put in the work the rest of the week or you're going to reflect bad on that person. So while I may say you need to give less fucks, I say save your fucks for the people who are busting their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, and we're all very passionate. We give 110% every time that we're here, but you need to, you just need 
need to manage your expectations. I you have are. a wonderful client, actually friends of your friends, mm-hmm. um, oh, in a class yeah, yesterday, about, Bowie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Bowie, what? I don't even remember. Kind of, a, what is that dog? Uh, I always see people from like about their chest up when I'm at the front desk. Oh, so, so <laughs> I don't always catch the dog. It's like a, I don't want to say Jack Russell, but he's a big. I think he's a mix of some kind. He's a right. bigger version. Twice as big as most Jack Russell. I don't know what he is. Yeah. I don't know what he is. I'm not even going to guess. Um, but he's got that look. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she came up to me and said she was stopped on the street by somebody. And I'm positive I know who this was. Yeah. Positive. Yeah. And she said, I guess she saw the way I was holding the leash and the way I gave command. She went, oh, you want to be on the leash? I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, they're, on, they're only in week four or five. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The dog's great. That class Even is pretty good. our mutual friend saw her and she actually messaged me and was like, oh my God, I can't believe how dog's great changed. this dog. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's probably one of the better ones in the class. She's mm-hmm. putting all her effort into it. And she ran into this client and this client gave me a bad review. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not 100%. I'm 95% sure it's her um, because she said, oh, how'd you do the class? And she goes, oh, we quit, uh, blah, blah. He, our dog was uh, misbehaving, and he didn't give The review says all Eric said was put a muzzle on. Yeah. And she complained about the muzzle, and she goes, well, did you put the muzzle on? She goes, no, we tried a gentle leader. Yeah. It's not even a fucking tool we use. Yeah. Um, and here was the best part. I don't know if you know that class very well because you're in the front a lot yeah, for yeah. it. That woman, the owner of Bowie, looked at her and said, you know, there was two dogs in our class that had to wear a muzzle. Mm-hmm. And now that we're in week five, six, seven, or whatever they're in, the muzzles are off. And it worked. Yeah. So if you don't listen to, and so, that's what I mean, Keith. Some clients are not going to listen to you. And they're some, gonna, some people are not coachable. They're not coachable, David Manns. They come Give in David here. Mann a shout out for that. No, they're not coachable. They already think they know everything. And it's like, you know, Okay. I tell all my apprentices, I'm telling all the trainers now when they, they work for us and are going to eventually yeah. have their own school, you'll be a much happier when you come to the, that's what I mean, come to the realization that you're not going to get 100% success rate. Absolutely. And, and you can't even try for that. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to frustrate you. Well, you're going to want to push your head through a wall. Listen, even just in like raising kids and having teenagers, my saying to them is, if you don't give a shit... Why should I give a shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you the best for the group, not yeah. for individuals, but I'm going to give the best I can for yes. this hour I have yeah. in that there with the group. Yeah. But I can't take it home with me. Yeah. I can't. And, and let me tell the story. Yeah. Way early in my career, way early, I had this girlfriend and- Oh my God, another again, fucking girlfriend story. Holy oh, shit. I'm 50 yeah, no, I know. We, <laughs> we all, all we, know. We've had some exes. Yeah. We all know about yours. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yours are worse, maybe. Not even can, close. Can talk about some of them. I, I don't think I have any exes that have. <laughs> we been need in a prison. whole separate podcast yeah. called the Eric and Melissa. Actually, we should do relationship that. show. Yeah, we should actually do we'll do that. a whole second podcast. That'd be a banger. That Nothing thing would definitely go go viral for sure. <laughs> Ladies, I got some fucking stories for you, girls. Anyway, it was I was early in my career and I did a lot of privates at the time and I only had a few uh, groups. More of the groups were on the weekends, like Saturday, Sunday, and I only had two or three. Yeah. It wasn't like I, and they weren't even like tons. It was like once every two or three months I'd start a new group. Um, I was doing a lot of privates. Yeah. And so um, this girl said to me once, because remember the courses are 10 weeks. She goes, when you got a bad class on Sunday as your last class of the day, when that class is bad, don't call me. 
don't text me. I don't want to go out. We're not going to hang out. I'd rather you stay alone. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, yeah. you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, I can tell. Girl, I feel you. I can tell when you've had the bad class. No, you don't feel her because I don't do that anymore. No, but, like, I, um, I, I get how that works. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I didn't understand it at first. I didn't understand it, but the, I got it later. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, when I have a bad class, and I'm saying this for Keith, you're going to have some bad classes. Don't go home and let it affect you for yeah. the next three fucking days. Yeah. I get bad classes now. Yeah. And I tell the people, what do you hear me say on the first class? Hey, you guys might be a bad class. Guess what? I got two good ones before you and yeah. one after you. Because now I got enough classes that even the bad classes, the good ones outweigh the bad ones. Yeah. So if I got a bad class Sunday at 1, there's a Sunday at 2.30 one that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. I go home with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think about that. And that's what this woman, my ex, was saying that I used to take it home with me and I'd be a well, jerk. Because you were internalizing be, it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, what's wrong with me? And I'd, I'd make it, my whole week would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of that one class. Keith, you cannot take this shit home with you. Yeah. Do the best you can and almost gravitate to the successes. Absolutely. And I should clarify when I say like, oh, if you don't give a shit, we don't get, it's not that. You're in a group where you're going to get the same quality lesson as the people who are thriving, but I'm certainly not going to stop the class to coach you and take up the other people's time. I'm not. And and let's go back to what I said about the 20% about superstars, mm-hmm. 60 in the middle. Another, Success rates. Another, it's, I had a class that was absolutely fucking awesome. Yeah. And the one super in the, superstar in the class, I'm not going to say any names because well, maybe it'll give it away anyway, but I actually had three um, sibling dogs mm-hmm. in one class. And the one couple, like everybody did fucking fantastic. I yeah. mean, all of them, all yeah. the siblings and the whole class, I absolutely loved every second of it. Yeah. And they came in here just the other day to get a test and graduate, and they want to move to the next level. Blah 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 blah. And they told me that they had a babysit because they're all they were all friends. That's how uh-huh. that's how they all got the siblings. Right? Like there was oh, a group I know of friends. Who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was a group of friends. They all got the same siblings, dogs, and they all know each other now. Yeah. So she said to me, "Whatever." I just had a we had a babysit for our dog, and although their dog was fantastic, yeah. I don't mean the superstar. I mean the other one. Their dog is fantastic and probably better than every other dog in their neighborhood. But she goes, what a difference from our dog. She goes, we're just way more serious with it. Yes. They're good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They're they're probably in the top 30, 40% of all the dogs that leave here. Yeah. So they're in that range. Yeah. But they're not in that top 10%, which yeah. is night and day. Yeah. And like anything else, like it, we can, you can make so many similarities or comparisons to this, but when people come to you, it's good to kind of, you know, when you're talking to that client for the first time on the phone, what's your motivation? Like what's, what brings you here? Uh, a lot of times it's cause my girlfriend's going to leave me. Okay. <laughs> the dog's ruining my fucking life. Remember that one dog that uh, the, he actually left the girl, gave him an ultimatum. Yeah. He, he kept the dog. Yes. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. He had but a little aggressive thing, is, thing with her daughter or something. There's not a lot of people and we've had it here where once, you know, we start, you know, delegating the homework to people. They don't want to do anything. That's the problem. And when they were getting a dog or thinking about getting a dog, having to train the dog was never part of their equation. Do you know what I'm saying? So then they come here and they're like, well, holy shit. You know, I like to start drinking around five and then, you know, the game comes on. And by that time, then now, you know, and it's just, it's, 
It's like anything else. It's the people that make it a priority. Yes. Well, think about this. Going to the gym, a lot of people are going to get in shape. How many people are going to be Mr. Olympia? Mm-hmm. Not many. Or even in that stratosphere. Yes. That takes a whole different, a whole different. It's okay to just be a guy that's in really good shape and goes to yeah. the beach and he's proud of his body. Yeah. But you're not, you're not whatever the Mr. Olympia mm-hmm. guys are. You're never going to be on stage. You're never. That takes a different level. Yes. And again, you're going to get 20% of those. Like. Mm-hmm. Guess who's going to train ammo when he gets home tonight? I know. Hi. You are. I'm not going to want to. I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Because he hasn't trained yet today. Yeah. And there was one more thing I was going to say about, um, oh, I find too, you know, not everybody's goals with dog training are going to look the same. Yep. For some people, like even me, when I first came here, and I've been very transparent about, you know, you know my original experience with it and not doing the work (laughs) but you know what by lesson two i just wanted my expectation i need to be able to walk this dog down the street once i had that under my belt it was like i'm out see ya but and then i just happened to get bit by the training bug you know what i mean this whole thing for keith yeah keith was don't understand expect it Listen. I'm literally going to expect that you now if it gets it becomes a great class where they're all amazing, that's great. Yeah. But I'm going to expect two or three of them tonight that are starting at 8.15 on a Monday. Yeah. I expect two or three of them not only suck. Yeah. I expect two or three of them to quit. I expect two or three of them give me bad reviews. Yeah. And we're still, we treat everybody with respect and kindness and everything else. Well, it's just when we can <laughs> I clearly. I can be a little bit rude sometimes. Well, that's you. <laughs> um, but like when we can clearly see that you're not putting in the effort, we're not going to give you any additional coaching or, or, you know, slow things down for you. Um, but yeah. So okay. that's it. And good luck, Keith, uh, to your endeavors. Yes. The great Oh, and the, one more last thing. Um, even for myself, like I've had to learn for a long time and just like working with people face to face, you have to learn how to observe and not absorb, which was what you said originally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Um, my dog graduated from your beginner class as a puppy. Two questions from people that were ex clients. Yes. Um, the obedience and classes were amazing. The only issue we didn't fix was she is a big digger in the yard. I used to have a rental property and wasn't bothered by this. Since then, we have purchased a new home, and my new wife hates that our yard is full of (laughs) landmines. As we want our property to look nice, how can we stop the digging? Steve. Uh, You're saying landmines. You've heard the story. Um, I once went to this couple in Lorne Park. Mm-hmm. and they had the most beautiful home in Lorne Park, and they called me over, and I knew what it was. It was a digging problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked up to their gated yard with, it looked like fucking Edward Scissorhands had done the bushes. You know, mm-hmm. though, you know Beautifully those? Beautifully manicured. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like all perfectly shaped. I'm like, does Edward Scissorhands live here? Mm-hmm. And I walked in this gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous house, and I complimented them right away on their house. It's the most beautiful house. I even said, did you do these? No, we pay somebody to do that. Of course. Whatever. And she goes, oh, you... Uh, what, here. you do your own yard work? <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. And they said to me, well, you think that's nice? Come in the backyard. And it looked like literally, literally, like he said, a minefield. Yeah. And this can be a big problem. And he, uh, let's go with a couple things here. First off, the puppy grew up in a rental property. 
Remember my old rental property? I didn't yeah. give a fuck with that. I, I honestly, he, well, he didn't care either, mm-hmm. the, the landlord. But I didn't really, it wasn't the greatest. It was not, I liked the foliage and the big size yeah. of it. But my dog kind of ruined the grass. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't care as much as if it was my property. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Your rental, whatever. Um, I used but first, to- But first off, if you let something happen as a puppy... It's going to be that much harder to fix later yeah. on. And the good example I have for this is so many people call me and they're in an apartment. And they go, I'm in an apartment. I don't want to potty train this puppy. I want to use a pee pad. You know what I think about pee pads? Yeah. I know you love them. Uh, well, you know, I'm down the <laughs> fence. I, I say, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes. So, but here's the thing. Yeah. People call me and they say, well, I'm in an apartment and, uh, you know, I'm not going to have a backyard. I go, this dog's going to be with you for the next 15 years. Yeah. Are you, you, you possibly going to buy a house in the next two or three? Yeah. Do you want, why don't you do it now while you're in an apartment so it's easier when you get to the house? Right. But, um, for digging in the backyard, there is a couple tool solutions. And when I say tool solutions, it depends if they're digging in a garden or there's an area that you really want to protect. They have these zone areas like the electric fence that you can just put a, a base there. Invisible fence makes a few different ones. You can look up the website because I don't know the details on that. Mm-hmm. Or the more simpler and easier, faster solution is absolutely 100% e-collar. Mm-hmm. And let's yes. just call the shock collar. Yeah. I don't like to call it that, but I think no, I'm going to start calling no, it a shot collar. No, 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 we don't like that. I don't like that well, because it, 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 it it's like, it's giving it a stigma that like. But it's, it's almost like you're dancing around ago. the fact of what it is when you try to give it this weird name. Mm. E-collar. Oh, it's a stim collar. Yeah, but the technology's come a long way. I'm oh, wondering. it's 100%. Yeah. And here's the problem with the backyard. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to run over there and yank on the dog or yell at him. Yeah. Verbal corrections don't matter. Yeah. Um, And I know I always say corrections aren't supposed to hurt. They're supposed to be very uncomfortable. But there's got to be some kind of, and everybody hates that word, punishment. It's not harmful punishment, but without punishment, you can't stop it. You cannot stop behaviors. I don't care what... I was listening to YouTube the other day, and the dog trainer was talking about um, food... uh, What do they call that? Food resource guarding their food mm-hmm. and they goes oh redirect them and give them a treat i go what the fuck yeah <laughs> treats do not work to stop behaviors yeah you're rewarding treats work it. to yeah. increase a behavior there's no if ands or buts about that no yeah. can't yeah reward and then people don't understand that barking and reward and you're saying hey buddy don't do that that's bad it's still a reward mm-hmm. so you got to have some kind of consequence or minor punishment of some kind and that's where the e-collar comes in right you can fix a dog from barking in about 10 minutes properly with an e-collar mm-hmm. um let's go back to that couple in lauren park great dane great dane mm-hmm. like i mean a big one like pickles or oh, the other two Cooper. The, yeah, yeah he was huge and he's digging in the backyard and they, they said they tried everything they went out there and with him scolded him whatever whenever he did it and I said, let's get an e-collar. So yeah. they got an e-collar. And we didn't, because it was only one minor thing, we didn't have to do a whole lesson, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but basically what we did was sit up in the upstairs bedroom. Mm-hmm. And we let him in the backyard. I can't remember the name of the dog. This has to be 15 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just watched him. And watched him. And he's walking around the dog. And he's having a pee. And he's sniffing the ground. And then once he started I, 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 digging. I, am, I know. I'm familiar <laughs> Boom, we gave him a little zap. And you could, yeah. here's the, I wish I had this on video. 
He looked like so surprised. Yeah. Like it was a correction from God or yeah. something. And he looked at the ground and almost, I think he assumed it came from the ground because he went at the ground a second time, like almost in what a pissed theory. off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we just zapped him again. Yeah. And I think he did it one more time and we zapped him Let again. Let me try that again. And then he was like, eh. And I said, okay, that's not enough. Let's watch him. And we literally sat there and watched him for about 10 or 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then he started digging in a different area, zapped him again. Yes. And I said, you may have to reinforce it for two or three days. They called me and said, Eric, we never had to do it again. And I, I never kept in contact with them, but yeah. I'm assuming that he never, ever dag in the backyard again. Yeah, I actually, uh, Jax was notorious for that at one time. At some points, I was like, they're replacing the water mains. Like, and, and I could sublet him that, for some, like, excavating or digging, you that know? They used to do it, but the... Best thing about her. Oh, I know. She only did it under the deck at the old place. Remember? She only used go to have under a joke about that because. Uh, and in our new place, she'd only do it like in the sides. And, and I that. always laughed because I mean, she'd tolerate the other dogs. Just don't get my face. And I'm always just. We, it was a joke that she was like digging a shallow grave, and she's like, "I'm gonna make it look like an accident, kid." <laughs> yeah, but she'd only do it like in corners and and stuff like that, so it never really bothered me. But yeah, if you got a well manicured, nice. Golf. Oh, ask my ex husband what he thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure he loved that. I was like, eh, what are you going to do? So that that's a nice lead into mm-hmm. uh, for anybody that's thinking about e collars and want to use how mm-hmm. to use one properly because it's one thing having the tool, it's another thing learning the education on how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm just looking up the dates. Do you remember the dates? Um, and here's the funny thing. And, uh, I'm yeah, almost, I, do have I don't that. know if I'm pissed. I don't want to say pissed off, but I put that thing about the e-collar and how many people have been bugging me. E-collar, e-collar. When are you going to have an e-collar? Okay, When are you going to have an e-collar? Yeah. And now that I put it up, we got a decent, it's, it's a f- couple weeks away. Yeah. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 people. Yeah. I had about 180 people begging me Hounding to do an e-collar. Us. Hounding us. <laughs> When's the e-collar class? Well, okay, we got an e-collar class, and I got like 20% of you. Did you want me to pull Maybe up the Maybe it's dates? just because it's too early. Yeah, I was just going to look up the dates. Too. Okay, so I have it here. One second. So we have our e-collar workshop. Uh, the first portion will be Saturday, August 13th at 6 p.m., and then uh, following that, two weeks later will be the second portion, and that will be happening on August 27th at 6 p.m. as and well. I, I was going to make it $100 for every head, but I decided to change my mind. Yeah. So you did. And give people a break, because I know a lot of couples want to do this together. Mm-hmm. So if you're a dog in the same household, I got a wife, husband, and a daughter. Yeah. And it's for the first person, it's 100 30 for each additional, and you better live in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> 30 for each additional well, it's, owner of that single dog. It's good because it's the same and thing. It's a non dog event. Yes. Yes, very important. Yes. I'm going to take two or three uh, demo, demo dogs, dogs yeah. but, and I'm going to ask them and figure them out. And I don't want it to be dogs that have felt it before. Yeah. It's a two day event. You learn one part, part one on the first Saturday. As Melissa said, and part two on the next Saturday, and then you can kind of blend it into all the training we do. Yeah, but if you have uh, multiple people in your home handling the dog, and that's a new tool that you'd like to use, it is very important that everyone knows how how it works, right? And to join, um, the, you got to go to my Facebook, but you actually we're doing it just through e transfer, mm-hmm. where uh, Eric Straitman's at gmail.com. 
use the password dogs11 and put in the names of the people. So if you're sending 130, uh, Joe Smith and wife Susan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the dog's name too. Yeah. Well, even though we're not bringing the dogs, it'll help me organize. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing back my uh, doggy trivia. <laughs> One fun fact at the end of uh, our that podcast. The last fact wasn't that fun. No, I, know. I know. Well, this thing is like huge and I'm trying to just it's flip. It's basically a calendar, yes. And then I'll flip and I'll be like, And you mm, bought that for me. That I, didn't, sucks. I don't even think I took it out. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Okay, let's go with this one. Uh, so did you know that petting dogs has been proven to lower the blood pressure of dog owners and has the happy effect of making their pets, their pet dogs feel soothed as well? Yay. Oh, here's another one. I thought this one was cute. Oh, okay, we're, we're, we're two we're for one a today. podcast of the calendar. Two for one because I wasn't here last <laughs> week, okay? Okay, I thought this was funny because like, have you ever like... People talk about this all the time, okay? We don't maybe talk about it, like, face-to-face, but we talk about it online. Some people are, like, literally obsessed with, like, sniffing their dog's paws, which I think is a little... I mean, hey, whatever floats your boat. No judgment. But everybody's like, um, have you ever noticed how, like, a dog's Doritos, feet... Yeah, it Cheetos, smells like it? Um, corn chips. The corn chips, so, that's right here. listen to this. Did you know that the term Frito feet, the condition where dog's feet smell like corn chips or popcorn, happens when sweat... And bacteria build up in their paws. So for the lovers of sniffing those paws, gross. I know when you get your <laughs> whole rather, face right <laughs> up in there, I'm just, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb of, you know, what they've been stepping in. But Okay, yeah. so let's do with what I was going to do. Because I thought when you came up with this, that's what I thought. I thought it was more trivia. I thought it guess, was going to be that too. Like that these, are just, the brain. these are just fun trivial facts. These are facts. just fun facts. So what I've decided to do is because our podcast listenership is growing, growing, growing. It's unbelievable, actually. Mm-hmm. love to thank everybody for yes. downloading, rating, and subscribing, and all that stuff yes. that you're Thanks for supposed listening. to do. Thanks for listening. Um, so I decided to give away, um, I'm going to give away stuff. It's not always going to be, uh, I'm going to give away something. Yeah. Maybe it'll just be some product from the dog shop. Listen, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, of course. Well, I'll pay for I it. Know. It's not like you got to pay it for it. it um, but I'll give away um, some uh, dog training, $400 dog training. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a half price thing. And I actually got one question that I came up with. Maybe I'll give away an intermediate whole year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a, but depending on how hard the question is. And this one's going to be relatively hard, I think. I have no idea. Where maybe not. I, maybe I don't not even with, know what you're about to say. Maybe not with Google. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. You might have to do some research. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the first 20 right answers. Mm-hmm. We're going to put them in a pot and then I'm going to guess from there. So just getting the right answer doesn't get it to you. And I know some people listen to this podcast later on in the afternoon. I kind of want everybody to have a chance. Mm-hmm. Not just the people that wake up at six in the morning and got it on like us nerds. Right. <laughs> we'll have it on tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., won't we? You, yes. Well, that's you, you'll be listening to it while you're showering. I'll yeah. be listening to it downstairs because <laughs> we're nerds. And you just like outed us, and ourselves. I'm feeling very exposed right now. Okay, <laughs> f you. So here's the. This is going to be for a 399 value ten week novice dog training, mm. and again, a lot of the listeners already came here. Maybe you can give it as a gift. Christmas is coming not too far away. It'd be nice I, to have as a gift. Yeah. Um. And I'm going to have some regulations like for a year or whatever. But whatever. Yeah. The first one is going to be for a 399 value novice dog training at Beyond the Leash. And here's the question. Um, this is my third dog school in Mississauga. If anybody emails me on our social media, uh, private messages, whatever, I'll just take 10, put them in a bowl, as I said. 
What was the physical address of my first school in Mississauga? Mm. So not all of your dog schools in Ontario. No. Just no. the ones here in Mississauga. And actually, that's what I thought. I'm, I'm gonna that 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 was that my was, second one. Yeah. A really hard one is who can get my address. I don't even know that. Yeah. Oh, I, I I could find it. I got old business cards. Yeah. Where's my old address in Niagara Falls? Yeah. <laughs> find that one. But yeah. this question this week is find my original school. And some people don't even know which one was the original. Mm-hmm. Oh, Streetsville? No, that wasn't my. You're original. you're giving. What was that? You're giving oh, away clues oh, there, yeah, big clues. Whatever. Um, so the idea is to hunt and find out which first physical school that Beyond the Leash had in the city of Mississauga. Yeah. And give me the physical address with the postcode. All right. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Well, good luck. Good, good luck, luck, listeners. Yeah. Listeners, email, private message. We'll put them in a pot and we'll draw one. That way, I, I always thought maybe the first one, but somebody that sleeps in is never going to have a chance to win. Well, we should leave it to the end of day or even do it the next day. Like we'll give them a full day to submit yeah, answers. Yeah, yeah, And then and we'll then take we'll, uh, 20 or so, yeah. randomly put them in a bowl and just draw out yes. the winner. Yes. Now, are you going to manage this? Yeah. Okay, easy. cool. Good. Okay, so it was very nice to have Melissa back. Yeah. yeah. Lee and Risa sucked. I'm kidding. They were really oh good. <laughs> they were Her really name good. Is, did you say Risa? Yeah. My, oh, okay. Yes. She likes. Hi, Got I'm on a baseball you. team with her. Well, yeah, you know <laughs> she, what it is. Her name is Marissa, but because she likes I've to be known her for Risa. how many years now? Uh, four or five. Okay, and the thing is, I'm like, am I always hearing something? Sometimes I think her name's Melissa, and I'm like, no, I don't think it is. I think it's no, she likes. I think Risa. it's Marissa, and then sometimes she says Risa, and I'm like, I don't want to ask at this point, three years <laughs> in, what her girlfriend's name is. I'm going to look really rude. No, so. They were pretty great. We had a they good were time amazing. Last week. You know what? They both have such soft uh radio voices did you ever watch snl when they had like betty white on and they were talking about like their dusty muffins and like their no. okay anybody who's listening who saw those episodes they were fucking hilarious <laughs> she's got a great voice okay okay so uh next week we're gonna have uh hopefully one that's maybe not as fun but we'll get to that um we will see you next tuesday I love that. What see are we next Tuesday? Them? You know what? We need t-shirts with our podcast on the back. It has to say, see you next, see you Tuesday. next Tuesday. I fucking love that, bro. Well, yes. I'm thinking everybody's waking up on Tuesday. Let's get, it's probably not the case, but yeah. that's what I like to believe. No, it's, it's not that. It's just that like, you know, you're a little crass and rough around the edges. You know what the acronym is, right? See you next Tuesday. No. Whenever we don't want to actually say the word, you're like, well, you know, so-and-so. Oh, She's a real see I you next Tuesday. And that was not even done on purpose. God just uh, blessed I, us I've with just, that one. I've just been saying that for five weeks, and you've been laughing. I'm I've like, been like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. See you next Tuesday, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Beyond the Leash Podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and follow on all social media platforms. For more information or to connect with Eric and Melissa, check us out at beyondtheleash.ca. We'll see you next time.